Twaba. Welcome back to the Team Ghana U podcast. By sides where we receive news, updates, discussion, and everything significant football and Ghana related. As always, I want you, the listeners, to be actively involved by tweeting or emailing us for discussion or wanting more information. Apologies, this podcast is a day late. We're about five weeks out from the beginning of the World Cup in Qatar. How does everyone feel? Good, I hope. I'm going to drop a stat and then lead into the subject. I heard Ghana are the lowest ranked side in this year's tournament. That could be wrong, but it wouldn't be far off. In addition, with what I want to talk about or relaying, is that our community is one of the most creative and educational in the world. And the two, the lowest ranked side in the tournament, and one of the most creative and educational communities in the world, don't marry up. This month is Black History Month in the UK, and on Wednesday I went to an event. An excellent event held by the Coaches Network and the Middlesex FA. The event had speakers touch on several technical aspects of the game, not necessarily on the field, but off the field. It made me sit up and think. Football is as detailed as the educational system. Whether you're talking about the Four Corners, IEPs, the Foundation Phase, the Youth Development Phase, or the Pre-Academy. The hosts on the night were Yassir Latif, who we've had on here twice before, and will be working with us on some projects I've named previously, and his co-hosts were Peter Augustin and Paul Sharp. The speakers on the night were Carly Williams, Gideon Jackson, Alex Nichols, Danny Sender, and Troy Townsend. Some phenomenal insight and even testimonies. I'm going to try and relay as much as possible bullet points or things that you should research further. With the educational system, critically, despite the flaws we may find in it, it's well-rounded, with the amount of subjects you have in the curriculum. I say all of this irrespective of our critical thoughts. The curriculum is designed to make you well-rounded. Football, and I'll say yesteryear, didn't have the outlook. And while we are producing footballers, a lot of our aims are just on producing footballers. An example, a throwaway, is a player physically able to play in that age group. The player is big enough, keep him in there. Many players are destroyed with that outlook and method. I can think of many players I played with. There were many great things I took on the night, but one of them was this, said by Alex Nichols, which I went on to share with Yaz. There was something that was said by the guy who went for Arsenal that clearly explained why Ethan Nwiri made his debut a few weeks ago. A lot has been said as to why other older or age-appropriate players didn't play instead of Ethan. Alex Nichols spoke of stretching players or making them feel comfortable in settings. That's a thoughtful outlook on how to improve a player. It speaks to the four corners and many other structures. Stretching players provides a balance of success and failure. Under-18s or 23s football was too comfortable for him, and he had to be stretched. Saying he was too young to make his debut is an easy and lazy observation. He made his debut and was stretched with the new experience. Hopefully it will leave him with wanting more. Other players may not have ticked those indicators Ethan had done at that moment in time. Other things I learned or relearned or was great to hear on the night. The environment is important in which players train and play in. Putting players first. That was said in regards to Brentford Football Club and the successful work they did. Coaching notes as to a session. Repetition, as in the skill set. Competition, this could be the challenge, a challenge, the opposition or other. And decision making, can you improve the decision making over a period of time? Ask questions, develop your ability asking good questions. As coach educators, the acquirement of knowledge is important. I'll tell you this for free, and sometimes I forget. I walked into this event with a malaise. i just finished work and had a long day. I was close to not attending. In life, we're constantly learning. But oddly, as coaches, we think we know it all. Carly was the first speaker, and after a minute, that malaise was shaken off. It was a reminder. You don't know it all, Andrew, and neither do you. I can go on, but the message is, be open to receiving new knowledge. The detail in the foundation phase, the youth development phase, and pre-academy. Go research that, please. It's really important. And I say that as to the, the building blocks. The building blocks that are really, really important in terms of developing a player and developing a person. Create simple tasks and then build on it. Provide what-ifs. The skill of the coach is to constantly change the environment. Also, make the environment safe enough to communicate, both ways. Note to all coaches, the players don't want to hear you talk for five minutes. They don't even want to hear you talk for two minutes. 
Is your environment right to talk for five minutes? I.e., is it best having this conversation in a classroom? Can you provide simple, punchy info? Sometimes regress a session instead of progressing a session. Provide layers and then build them up. This is a big one for me. It's subjective what we see in a player, as a coach and someone who works in talent ID. But this is important. As a player, it's subjective what they see. Bear this in mind when getting your points across. Pathways. Not only should your program have one, but every single player should have an individual one, IEPs. My last few notes must be based on what I'd like to see. National webinars. No, you can't achieve anything if you're not having open and honest conversation. If you have big networks, you can make change. And last one for me, and this was just an observation or something I came across um, during the week. I saw something in regards to Graham Potter. And obviously, as you know, he's recently taken charge of Chelsea. And maybe this was um, some form of a preview or profile of Graham Potter as to some of the work he's done. And I guess in regards to um, some of what I relayed as to um, the coaching conference or some of the information, some of the guest speakers were um, so lovely to relay. Um, and some of the differences, and I guess, in education and how football has moved on. Um, the profile I received in regards to Graham Potter was that he actually um, has a degree in emotional intelligence, which I think I was aware of already. But what I found really, really interesting in some of the information um, that I was provided was that he was actually involved at the GFA. Um, and that he actually worked, I think, maybe as the under-17 women's coach going into the World Cup. Um, again, I just thought that was really interesting stat. Um, and something that I wanted to look into maybe a little bit more. And maybe that's something that you might want to look into a little bit more as well. But the fact that he did emotional intelligence, again, is a sign um, of the involvement, obviously, of football and the importance of the curriculum, obviously, being a bit more rounded. Anyway, um, I hope you enjoyed the information I provided in some way, shape or form. And I hope you have a lovely week. That's it for this week's episode. We'll be posting as usual via social media, keeping up with the stories that unfold in the coming weeks. As always, if you have any questions or queries, email us at teamgarnerU at gmail.com or tweet or DM us at teamgarnerU on IG or Twitter. Thank you. Take care. We'll see you in a couple of weeks. Mm-hmm.